0: Good morning, afternoon and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the guys at ExonicLimo.com.au and our mates at Hungover.net.au. Feel your worst while looking your best. My name's Corey and as always, long time is the Bombs Express.
1: Choo-choo! That's right, Corey, the Bombs Express is back. And uh, we'll preview round number number nine, I think it is or up to now, isn't it? Aren't we, Corey. Um but before we get to, into that, we can listen to us up on social media.
0: Find us on Twitter at SC Elites, find us on Facebook, iTunes and SoundCloud at SupercoachELites big week, bombs. I know big for myself. I think he scored pretty well too. Um, I had a 2260 which put me back up in the ranks to 4822nd after two weeks of absolute dismal drops. I uh, moved to Ainsworth and Liberator to 5 so that helped me out a lot. How'd you go, mate?
1: Um, no, I'm just treading water at the moment, mate. I scored 2126. And uh, ranked at 7,900-odd now, and uh, only 3 out of 10 league wins. So, um, yeah, dropped a few on the, on the weekend, which was disappointing. Oh. Sticking around the mark, that's all you can do. Yeah, sticking around the mark, and in fairness, I mean, Scrimshaw, Ross, um, Matt Crouch, all three players were unique in my main league this week, and all three injured. Um, so, I can't do much about that,
0: mate. Not ideal, not ideal at all. Um, well... <sighs> Moving on, Bombs, what's... Having a look this week, what's kind of your early thoughts, where you're at? I'm not going to talk trades, but you think your team's sitting in a good spot?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty happy with where I am at the moment, man. I've got about 500 and almost 60,000 in the bank. Um, after my double down last week, went to went Libra down to gee who the whole lot of the Libertude, Libertude Corbett via some DPP there, and um, went Sam Collins down to Ainsworth as well. Oh,
0: you got pretty lucky with the Sorbet Corbet slotting that late goal. That was some good points for you.
1: I only pick
0: up clutch players, won't Fair enough, mate, fair enough. Um, well, look, let's just get into things. I think it's going to be a big podcast this week. Uh, lots of fan questions that are floating around. Um, we'll talk about the bubble boys that we've got there. We've got Ham and Stocker, probably the two that are on the bubble. We're all going to be mighty hopeful that somehow Rotham gets a recall with Cole stinking up again and Jeddah having a pretty bad game as well. Um, and maybe Leon Cameron wants to give Haightley a turn. Uh, maybe he's the wheels on the Ferrari again. Uh, but anyway, clearly not You're probably going to a double upgrade But anyway, you can condone looking at someone like Ham With uh, Fantasia going down injured Or Liam Stocker keeping his oh, role right. down the back
1: Yeah, Fantasia, isn't that one of the, the world's biggest pranks? Uh, I have to admit, they don't do a lot of uh, funny stuff down at the Bombers But that they're call by Heppel, that set up That was absolute gold, I thought Good laugh um, anyways, uh, what was the question? I, kind of, yeah, I thought I was going to get more for you uh, than that, yeah sure.
0: hem, good Ham yeah. and, uh, Stock are any but Ham, him going out with, uh, uh, yeah, fantasy Fantasia. No, I'm going yeah, to yeah, let's it. say Fantasia, ah, it's
1: so awkward saying say Fantasia. Um, so what was, nah, what was the I'm whole
0: not... big clip with that actually? That was, that was confirmed that it was a bit of a piss take, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, no, it's confirmed. Like, his name's actually Fantasia. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just an absolute piss take there by Apple. When, um, anyways, when
0: was that? Did, Fent- let's did move on Fantasia come out and confirm, <laughs> for, confirm it? Or?
1: I don't know what the hell happened, Corey, but uh, yeah, all I know is I ain't picking him this week, that's for sure. Um, mate, if you've seen the bloke playing football, um, I don't even know how he's getting a game, to be honest. He's shocking. And uh, look, his job security might be okay, but nah, I'm. I've got absolutely no chips in on him this week, that's for sure. What if uh,
0: was looking at the downgrade? Him or Ham or well, Stocker?
1: I'd prefer just to wait. I wouldn't take either. What if they had to? Well, why do they have to? You never have to do anything. Well, if they want to go one up, one down. Now, for me, I'd hold. I wouldn't bother going one up, one down. Uh, not when you've got Ham and Stocker as your options there. If I'm picking one, I'd probably pick it in Ham because he's a Ford. Am I right in saying that? You are correct in saying that. Yeah, so probably Ham. Uh, Stocker, I don't know. I don't know about Stocker. He's playing on the back flank at the moment. No Newman, no Simpson. No Liam Jones, obviously, at the moment. Not that Liam Jones will probably make much difference to him, but Newman and Simpson, obviously, uh, will play an impact given the roles they play in the team. So, um, yeah, certainly wouldn't be touching Stocker um, and Ham. I am um, yeah, just not a fan of, so as a, it's... Uh,
0: sorry, pretty... as a Blues man, is there any way you could see Stocker going and playing another role for the team? I mean, you gave up a lot for him. He is a big-bodied player, so he's, a, he's pretty pretty popular down at Clinton as well. They rate him pretty highly. So could you see him going and playing another role with Yves Newman and um, Simpson come back?
1: Yeah, so... The way I look at that, Corey, is if he could play another role, um, and the role being midfield, I'd assume, because the forward line, I don't think he's fast enough. Not that they like the way fast plays in the forward line anyway, but um, is he going to push into the midfield? I don't think so at the moment. Um, And that's just purely a a gut thing. I I just don't think that he's ready for the midfield, and that's probably why they're playing off a half-back flank, because they kind of want to ease him into things. So um i think yeah they just don't want to give him sort of birth by fire and uh he might spend a little bit of time in the two's kind of just developing his craft for a little bit
0: yeah look i like him i'd love to say i don't know if i'm getting too sucked into the whole lockhart debate you know taking the risk on lockhart and obviously he's playing a different position now and it's working really well if i'm looking too much into that as a mature age player um you know if injuries could present a, a case for him or stocker but I, I really liked the look of Stocker, and I understand that they he was in, he's in there to fill a role, but if he's named this week, there could be worse options out there.
1: I think he'll be named, I just, um, I want to be banking on it, I think uh, as well, and I I'll touch on this last couple of weeks, but we're going into the buys, so the rookies you want to be bringing in, uh, you want to be making sure they're, they're during the buy rounds, and Hence, that was uh, one of my reasons for picking Sorbet Corbet over Dillon Moore last week. It was just like, I have pure confidence Corbet is going to be hanging there around the pies So, um, yeah, I think with that kind of in mind as well, um, yeah, I'm kind of not touching either of these two. We spoke last week about it was probably the week to double down and use money to upgrade this week, so if you didn't follow advice last week, you yeah, you'll probably just ignore us anyway this week and ignore just
0: what I've just had to say anyways. Yeah, well, I didn't follow that advice, so I went and got five. Um, yeah, but look, 16 disposals, six clangers, that's probably there, and that's really it. There's really not much to talk about. All right, so if Haitley comes in and Rotham, would that change plans?
1: Um, yeah, kind of like fringe players, the both of them at the moment. Rotham, I prefer a lot more than Haitley just because... Joe, I hate his scoring outputs being good, but how could you trust that he's going to get consecutive games? I think that's a big risk. Um, And again, I'll just come back to, I want players who are going to hopefully be there uh, during the bias because I want to be able to field a a full 18 during those rounds there because that could be the difference um, between, obviously, winning the league game or two, but also catapulting himself up the ranks when, other teams uh, will be carrying family light on during the, during those periods.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on from Bubble Boys, and I like that fact. I like I like that you mentioned the buy rounds. I like that you're talking about it, especially when it comes to our midfielders. There's going to be a lot of talk around those buy round players. We're going to skip around the grounds today, Bombs, um partly because I haven't really done. A shitload of research into it And the articles will come up tomorrow But also the fact that we have a shitload of questions this week And they cover a, a kind of a wide variety of topics So uh, we'll go into who am I And then we'll work a little bit backwards We'll go straight into the questions And then anything we haven't covered We'll cover from there So who am I? Yes, you. Are you ready?
1: Oh, I've been out of form in, in this um, But I think I'm ready to, to get back onto the winners list here
0: I, uh, I play for a bottom 8 side
1: Oh, give this shit! Honestly, every bloody time. Give me a position or something. Don't give me top eight, bottom eight. That's
0: all. Bro. Hey, we're narrowing yeah. it down to eight teams for you That's pretty easy. Taking half the combat <laughs> well, of the equation. Ten teams. Uh, ten teams. That's you, right. Did you Yeah. Bottom uh, two. Um, yeah. uh, top eight in my position for average. Um, I play in a pretty stacked midfield. At my peak in 2018, I averaged 139.7. There was probably one person in the world that was all about me last year and still didn't start him. Who are my bombs?
1: There was one person who was all about him last year and didn't start him.
0: In 2018. And can confirm, didn't start him in 2019 either, actually.
1: It's not um, Josh Kelly. It's
0: not Josh Kelly.
1: Okay, he did start him last year, didn't you?
0: I didn't say Um, me. I didn't say I was the one person.
1: um,
0: The one person has featured on podcasts before. So it's Brett. Oh, it's Jack McRae. Um, It is Jack McCrae. There you go. Yeah. Did he really
1: average 139 last
0: year? At his peak, his average was 139.7.
1: What do you mean at his peak? So he either
0: averaged 139 or he didn't. No, his highest average at some stage during the season was 139.7.
1: Oh, fair, Nick and Corey. That means Buddy last year's highest average at some point was 170, whatever it was. No, it doesn't. It does. Oh, he scored 170 on West Coast last year, In round he? one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, beautiful. So at some stage, that
1: is That is one sure. of the more shocking who, who am I uh, sort of clues I've ever that heard. Was actually of that, su- that
0: was actually such an easy who am I too, which is pretty piss poor from you.
1: Well, it was the 139 that threw me. I'm thinking... No, McRae didn't average 139. I'm thinking no, I, just, I was just no so confused. No player convinced.
0: averaged 139 last year. Anyway. Yeah, that, well, that's what threw me. Move on. Um, look, there's a lot of questions about McRae, Kelly, Merritt this week. There's a lot of questions that have come through with for us on this subject too. The, one, the reason I brought up Jack McRae is I really wanted to touch him. This is a man who absolutely tore apart stages of last year. Like there was a stage where where his three round average was like 160 now mm-hmm. we had him at a price of what 680k to start the season he's probably at the lowest that we'll get him for a very very long time i'm kind of stunned with the the lack of respect that i think jack is getting this week from your average punter in the upgrade department and i think it's got a lot to do with uh, the Merit's ownership and a lot of people looking at Merit as a bit of a pod. It's also got to do with the fact that Cali put up 154 last week. Is McRae just getting that much? Why? Why are people not looking at McRae? Well,
1: might be that they don't think he's going to skyrocket in price, which is a fair thing to think about, Corey. Comes up against the Cats this week, uh, six career games for 102 was his high score with a career average of 73 against them. So, uh, I think you can hold off one more week, Corey. I, I'm personally not going to do it. But the game, uh, the game against the Cats down at the Cattery, while his break-even is 98, um, it's fair to assume that, look, they might be able to jump on a Kelly who could absolutely skyrocket in price and grab McRae the week after and do something kind of like that. So for me, um, yeah, it makes a lot of sense as to why he's not sort of highly spoken about, I guess, as much as you kind of want him to be. Um, because I don't expect him to, you know, be worth more than ten or fifteen thousand what he's worth this week.
0: So, it just staggers me the fact that people are looking at a a one week sample size. I I don't think that there's going to be enough uh, upgrades in the mid. Like I don't think people are going to go midfielder midfielder. Uh, we're we're going to get names like Shannon Hearn, um, Lloyd for anyone who doesn't have Lloyd. Um, Sicily down back up forward we're going to have Boak um, oh if you miss Tim Kelly you assume a lot of people are going to be like really like, pressing into the Tim Kelly basket right now so I think you have to decide the midfielder that you want almost probably for the next four to five weeks and, and weigh that up for you is that Josh Kelly versus McRae
1: no because I'm not even sold um, Kelly's going to be my final team so um I want Lockie Neal as kind of like my number one priority midfielder, but with his break-even, it means that I'm not going to be selecting him this week. Um, And I don't know if I mentioned to you or not, but um, I was looking at actually bringing in two midfielders this week with that money I had sitting there, and I was looking at McRae and also um, Bontempelli, but fell about four to six K short of being able to get both of them. Um, so then I thought, well, gee, what can I do as an alternative here? And I myself even had a look at Zach Merritt. I couldn't get Zach Merritt. I couldn't avoid Josh Kelly. Um, so for me, I'm just getting the one midfielder because I'm just a fraction short and I'll go upgrade another line
0: in my team. Okay. Yeah, so you're going to be looking at a different line. And and this is what I'm talking about. I don't know. For me, I love the the, the my big worry, and we'll get about into that when we get into the questions, is I'm so worried about the injury concerns that are around Josh Kelly. And, and you know I'm one of Josh Kelly's biggest fans. Like mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to start him in the preseason. I want to pick him every week. I'm hanging to get him in my team. Um, and even this week, I'm I'm looking at more at McRae than I am at Kelly. Yeah, yeah, but
1: that, and that's because you just know McRae is going to play 22 games, don't you? Yeah. So, um Yeah, there's a bit of common
0: sense about that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into questions because there's a shitload of questions around this. Um. Oh, what? Hang on a minute. I don't have who the questions are from on here. I don't think the computer quite loaded properly. That's a bit of a refresh. There we go. That's a little bit better. Um, Bert Ryan25. Hey, boys, loving the podcast. Just wondering how you feel about Brody Smith. Is he done generating cash and needed an upgrade? Bombs.
1: Oh, look, mate. He's, um, he's done nothing to warrant um, trading him out, I would have thought at this stage. The bloke's averaging over 90. Um, and for me, I'm so comfortable having him just sit there. You don't really get him as a unique, um, well, it depends on kind of the guys you're playing in your league and that, but I'm happy for him just to kind of sit there because what he's going to do for the rest of the year is he's going to hover between that maybe 430 to 500k. He's never really going to go next level, but he'll hover the entire year and continue to pump out points. I'd be upgrading around him and, and doing him later on.
0: Yeah, I, I can't see the need to move Brody Smith right now. It was one bad game, um, but we, we've we've had a lot a lot from him early on. So Brody Smith is staying in my team right now. I'm not even looking at moving Darcy Moore at the moment here. Um, I assume that he'll come up to in the, over the next couple of weeks. Will be one that I'll probably start looking at. But right now, Brody Smith isn't even a worry for me. He, he's very no. viable. Um, Look, if the rest of your team's perfect, you've nailed absolutely everything, and no rookies are ready to go and you want to move him, then go for broke. But for right now, I think Brody Smith's going to be a hold. And one of those ones coming out of the buy rounds, too, that I'll be looking at upgrading. You know, post his buy, um, I think is a good time to have a look at the Brody Smith upgrade. Lucky Fox 12. Is Josh Kelly a good option this week? Scoring high, but durability is a risk? Or does he look at someone like JPK or Cunnington? He's already got Neil, McRae, Fife, Bont, and Cripps. That's a good midfield.
1: That is a very good midfield. Um, Yeah, I JPK and Cunnington. I mean, we we touched on them a week or two ago, and what we well, what I know what I said about them is I I couldn't trust, certainly couldn't trust Cunnington's names, but he continues just to pump out score after score after score. Um, JPK has kind of done it in the past, and the interesting thing about JPK is we've I don't think we've ever seen him start a year like this. His first twelve weeks. Are generally really poor, yeah. and then he kicks it up a gear in the back end, it and it dominates. I don't know, I don't know about you, but with him, that for me is a little bit interesting because, for, because you have a look at him, and he's already averaging like well over a hundred at the moment. And it's like, well, what could he actually be? Like, he's one twelve. Could he be one twenty at some point?
0: He's just so consistent week in week out, and, and it's it's really funny. Um, at the start of the year, we—I uh, know—I very much get sucked into the players that are moving to the new teams. You know, I loved Titch when he first moved. I let Breda talk me out of him. That's a story for another day. You know, I was huge on Neil in the preseason, um, and there was no way I wasn't starting him. But Heaney left his team, and Heaney didn't... Oh, no, sorry, Hanabry. Hanabry left his team. He didn't do much last year. I think we expected Heaney and um, Mills to spend a lot more time in the midfield. Heaney's carrying a bit of an injury. Is that playing an effect on JPK's scoring output? But he's just super consistent. So the way I'm looking at JPK, you're probably not going to get him at a much higher price at the moment. He's one of those ones that, look, if this keeps up, he could definitely be the the, the last upgrade. You know, I still like the likes of Gaff around there, Merritt probably to round out my midfield too. So I think JPK is really on that fringe of probably 7 to 10. Um, but like you said, if he can do it, have a back half of the year like he's had in, in previous you know seasons, then he could be one that really comes into our eyes. Right now, though, it's Josh Kelly for me. Out of those names, you put Josh Kelly into that other, the rest of those plays in the midfield, you, you're going to fly. Um, I'm hoping this guy's still got Walsh and Constable sitting there too, so he's really got that nice balance of midfield. And unfortunately, if Josh Kelly misses a game in a couple of weeks, and you almost just deal with it. But Josh Kelly's stats on the weekend weren't kind of flash hot, it was just the impact he had on the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kelly for me is the one who averaged the most out of the three of them, but is the one that carries the most amount of risk. So it's, it's kind of, you know, how do you want to play the game? You want to play safe. I think you pick um, Kennedy out of them. But even in saying that, I, I think I like the, the other guy you mentioned there in Gaff um, ahead of Kennedy as well. Um, and then... You know, I like kind of... this guy have merit? No,
0: he doesn't have merit. So that's the other one that I've mentioned.
1: I think I, 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 I prefer merit as well over, over the... Uh, To be honest, I think I prefer merit over all three of them. But um, it's just a matter of... It's just a matter of how much risk you want to take with your team because um, James aren't forthcoming with injury news. Um, you know, he goes out every now and then. So, I mean, you got to weigh all that up and, and decide where you want to go. But if I had to rank those in order of those three... Um, I would probably take Kelly, um, JPK Cunnington just because I think Kelly's upside will probably win you, um, maybe one or two more league games than, uh, than Kennedy's consistency will probably do. I strongly agree. We worried
0: about Kelly with, uh, with his comeback or helps him?
1: Nah, nah, I don't think that matters. Uh, this whole, you know, when, when other superstars come into the team, it doesn't negatively affect other superstars, in my opinion. So, um, you know, they'll they'll do what they do. Yep.
0: Uh, the Web Express. I love this guy. Hey, lads. We're stoked with the, my week. 2303, up 2,500 spots, sitting around 1,200 overall. So 1,200. Looking at bringing another Premier this week. Look for your opinions on the following Downgrade Butters to Haley or Stocker. Yep. Upgrade Walsh to Crouch, Cali or McRae. Very similar boat to what I've seen. So mm. um, uh not not being named was a huge blessing. Trading in Callie instead last week and went bang. Tim Callie, that is. So that's pretty handy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, think I think I like McCrane. Well. Yeah. And I think... I like
1: McCrane because he's going to play 22. And
0: let's get on to the Walsh topic here because I don't know how you feel, but um, I went out and got on to good friend of the show today, Bryce Mitchell. Um, and asked him to tweet out what um, Walsh's average was going to be if he stuck around the, an average of eight, uh, 70, what he scored last week. So, with five scores of 70, Walsh would drop from 439k to 375k. Five scores of 75 would be 392, five scores of 80 would be 410 Five scores of 85 would be 427. So we'd have to average 86.8 to stick around where he is. Are you worried about Sam Walsh in the, se- in the back half of the season?
1: No. no I'm very concerned about that. Why would I be worried about that, Corey? I mean, do I look like an imbecile?
0: Well, the thing with Sam Walsh, too, is he looks like he's kind of slowing down a little bit. Um, he is He's a rookie, so obviously fatigue and everything may play a bit of a factor. Uh, from early season form as as we move on, uh, did play Collingwood on the weekend, so they're normally good at tearing up midfields, are you holding Sam Walsh?
1: I guarantee you I will, Corey, I'll tell you what, after GWS this week, where I don't expect him to do much, he runs into the Saints, Bombers, Lions, Dogs, Freo, Melbourne uh, after that, I mean, he's got a really good run, and if you look at even a bit more than that. Sydney and Gold Coast are two weeks after that. I'm not saying I'm keeping him the whole year, but I'm saying um, at 439k, I'm not going to lose too much money on him.
0: So you, what, what do you think he's averaging up until he's buy?
1: I'll oh, give and take what he's kind of averaging at the moment. Low to mid-90s. Yeah. Wait, when's the buy? Uh, 9, 10, 11, 12, round 14. Over the next five weeks, yeah, I think he'll still go 90 plus.
0: Okay, so in that instance, he's keeping his score. You're not losing any money. I'm not as optimistic as you. For me, I'm probably looking at moving him this week. Um, It gets me McRae. I think that's a Um, no-brainer. If I don't, I don't get him. There's no real downgrade options. Um, I think that if Walsh can go in almost a one-trade scenario, it's definitely a no-brainer. If we get something to upgrade to, then it's fine. In saying that as well, I have no problem with a no-trade. This week too, I think we all get so worked up into the whole trade, 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 make your team as good as you possibly can. Um, The reason I'm looking at the trade is because I don't have McRae, McRae's at such a nice price, almost silly in in my eyes to miss out on. But if your team's in a really good position, you've got people, you know, if the players you're missing are like Lloyd and Hearn and Boak who have that super high break even, feel free to hold. For a week. Yep. Let your rookies raise a little bit more in cash and, and pick that player 40K, you know, make that 40K difference between a raise and a fall. Who knows what that 40K can do for you later in the in the season, especially in someone like your instance right now who was almost at a double trade and was 4K short. Yep. Beautiful. Nothing to add there. Yeah, move yeah, on. No, and I'm not against people trading
1: Walsh either. I, I do have to say that. Um, if the option there is to trade, you know, Walsh or Crouch... Um, I'd be trading Walsh just because I think Brad Crouch could average, you know, 110 over like a five-week period where uh, realistically Sam Walsh is, is probably not that easy. Well, we've never seen that from him before, have we? So, um, yeah.
0: Unless we look at like the AC Cup form or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Cooper J. Smith, three, pick one. Five Kelly, Bont, Merritt, JPK. <laughs>
1: Five Kelly Murray out five. I don't man. even know why I continued to read those after I said five. I'm um, five as
0: well. Oh man, I was. I, I don't really want to talk about it too much, but I was so scared um, of being a <laughs> one-week five owner. I even tweeted it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Casey Mac one six two six. Just to confirm, bonds, so we found out that Casey was a boy. Um, okay. We, we <laughs> not that it matters, but remember when we said on the I think it was podcast. i do recall ago. that. Yeah. 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 Um, I just wanted to know: Uh, Will you be looking at Haley and Rotham if they're picked? Um, If they are not, would you look at Stocker holding or trading Walsh? Kind of mentioned. I will
1: have, I will have the smallest look at Rotham, I think. Um, and the only reason why I won't do it again is around that buy kind of talk that I'd already spoken about. Um, I'm not looking at Stocker. Um, and currently I'm holding Walsh. Uh,
0: I can tell you if. Haitley gets named, there's no chance I pick him. If he drops a 90, um, with a break-even of negative 92, he goes up 81,000. Even if that's one week in, one week out, that's still 81K. Um, and I can almost guarantee you he'll play more games in the season. So if Haley's named, I said this last week, there's no way I'm passing up on him. I get that he's in and out his fringe and we've got buys and shit coming up, but... I can't pass up on the potential cash that this this gem can make. If And imagine if he keeps his spot too, so there's no way I'd pass up on Hately. If Hately wasn't named and Rotham's named, I'll have a bit of a play around with what I can do. Um, the only thing is, is down back, we just had all our rookies just put out huge scores last week. That are... Oh, really? I think
1: Dursman's ready to go.
0: Well, he's sitting... I think you can trade... Sitting at 64, I don't mind holding him as well, that break-even. We spoke about this in early pods that, you know, those break-evens can sit there and we can, like, irrationally trade early because we think they're ready and they could come out and drop a 90. He scores a 40 with that break-even of 60. What's he lose? Like, 510k? He scores a 120 and then there's another, you know, 50, 60k to be made. So, I'm not condoning going early Oh, even early is probably ready but I don't mind waiting in the week but if you've got no choice then, then yeah you can pull the trigger uh, Wade Bridgman Canelio if pick is backfiring that was just a statement you want to have a quick chat about Canelio no nah. no nah. well for don't me enjoy. you just hold him you hold him you <laughs> upgrade late I mean yeah. I'd, I'd like it maybe bombs to Look after the listeners a little bit here. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe feel
1: I'm confident that you're going to make the right decision on our behalf. Maybe here,
0: make them feel semi-confident in some of the picks that they've made. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, you, I, know what
1: the, you know what, Corey? The listeners will always get a bit of honesty from me. Yeah, can you, Look, okay. can you,
0: you, you hold on to it. It's the same, I'm the same in the Brayshaw, the Brayshaw bracket. You, you hold on to these players and... You know, they are where they are. Hopefully they can turn it around. Um, I'm surprised no one's mentioned Heaney yet. I'm sure something will come. Um, the Brayshaw one actually is funny because it actually looks a little bit worse than Canelio does. But Canelio's the kind of player that would come out next this week and drop 150. Um yep. But oh, look, I wouldn't be stressing too much back end of the season correction at worst. <laughs> That's right. Uh, oh look, I'll give this a readout because you're a friend of the show. Jerome Mezzatesta, can you get Big Louis Giammarco to replace Breda as a third member of the podcast? Louis is a uh, supercoach fan. And uh, awesome honestly, coach, yeah. I'll, I'll,
1: t- I'll tell you this, Corey. If uh, that Louis fellow was to join the podcast, um, this just might be Collingwood talk the entire time.
0: Oh, yeah, I did actually knock Louis off in uh, Dewey 2 this week too, so that was pretty good. Uh, Justin Iris, this is here where the good questions start. Will Dunkley stay in the midfield, thinking of bringing him in, in? Trade Constable to get five Merritt, or Josh Kelly, or Collins, which would only give him enough cash for gaff? Probs want to keep well, Constable if named. Let's, uh,
1: let's start with Dunkley. Because what did we say, Corey? Hold, 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 hold. Yeah. Um, and we were confident he'd eventually get some midfield time back. Now, I'm also pretty confident that he's probably going to lose some midfield time at some point. But I think you take the good with the average. Um, because like we said a few times, when people, set in, uh, people sent in, oh, let's trade Dunkley. He hasn't been what he's worth. Yeah, but he wasn't ruining your team. And uh, the bloke's only 514k, and he's averaging a tick underneath 100. Um, I think he's a top six forward still. Um, and yeah, I'm saying bring him in at all costs, to be honest, because I think that's an absolute bargain.
0: Yeah, Freak, at, at a really, really cheap price right now, and one of those ones that you can really exploit at, the, at that bargain basement price, I think you have to go get him. A lot of people, bumps, you hear the statements all the time, oh, but what if I've got Bomp? what if I've got McRae, you know, what if I've got Caleb Daniel, what do you say to that? Oh, well,
1: don't care, you, you win two buys, you lose
0: one. Yeah, well, and you, you just grab those players anyway, if they're dominating like this, I mean, there's every chance that Dunkley could be probably not the top scoring but you know he could he could probably pip a Bont or a McRae and, and slot in there and do something unexpected if he plays midfield all year what was it last year I think it was 136 average of his last yep. 5 games um, yep. we started him purely on those numbers he was a yep. freak he is a freak he's such a good ball winner there's going to be some frustrating scores to come but right now at that price I think it's too hard to pass up on And I'm I'm with you, Bons. This is the week to get Dunkley. I hope he scores 12. Um,
1: And the second part of his question, um, I think he should trade Collins. Um, And the only reason I'm saying that is probably because there's enough money to be made there on Constable. However, if Constable's dropped this week, I'm pretty comfortable with you uh, trading Constable. So... Pending team selections, um, Colin's out if Constable's named. I
0: know he was a late in, but come on, he's had 27 to spices imagine if he gets dropped off that.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, Corey, I mean, he, this is the most interesting thing, because what he's done on the weekend is no different to what he's shown in the first couple of months, and uh, it's going to be interesting, come team selection, put it that way, and you know I regrettedly traded him out, and I was pretty happy when he didn't get named over the weekend, and... Now I'll just have to cop the 100K I'm not going to make on him because um, I wanted to bring in five.
0: Yep. Well, and that's the thing. If he's not named, I've got no problem with moving to grab the Fife uh, over Gaff. If he is named, I-, I prefer the Gaff one as well. Charlie Smith. Even, oh, sorry. sorry, even
1: with Constable's break-even at 22? No, see, I couldn't do it. If he's named, you can't trade him. Break-even at 22. I said. If he's, he's named, you not trade him. Oh, sorry,
0: yeah. sorry, I thought you said the other way around. No, uh, no, 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 his name, no way you move him. Um, just on the Dunkley thing too, I was chatting in the chat today, I've got uh, I got my GOAT list going at the moment, Um, and Dunkley's uh, moved into second on uh, my GOAT list, just behind uh, Noel Bolter as well, after the weekend's performance too. So, um, you know, the big circle that we've got going, Bombs? Mm. Down at you know uh, at Flemington RC, we all get in the circle, all us boys, and we we cuddle and we chant. And you've just got Sam Walsh, and uh, yeah, on one side I've got Noah Bolter, on the other side I've got Dunkley. Right now, I'm just I'm just feeling
1: that. I remember when you brought this uh, this circle talk out last year. It was a it, it was a big thing and
0: it done wonders for your team. Yeah, so it's it's really just about uplifting momentum and, and Noah Bolter on the weekend wasn't he great? Charlie Smith. This may be this may sound crazy, but given there are a li- limited number of bubble boys, Bolter B A of negative 24 and Nank out on the long term scored more playing rock in his absence yesterday for Dersma best option for me at the moment and then Walsh to McCrae, currently sitting just outside the top 1,000 with 26 trades left Corey if we're going to have foolish imbeciles writing to the page and tell us they're
1: going to select Noah freaking Volta at 200,000 show yourself the flippin' ball. Fair Ink and Corey, this is worse than Rowan Marshall, <laughs> and and a cross between some other ridiculous peanut like whoever wanted to pick Andrew McGrath at the start of the year, merged to get this Fett Corey. Get this bloke off.
0: Get him uh, I'm pretty happy with where he's sitting right now. <laughs> Currently sitting just outside the top one k with 26 trades left. Charlie, that's well, that's pretty impressive. Um, no, cool. you. I've got to say something. Okay. No, 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 because.
1: If we've got absolute dickheads like this sitting just outside the top 1,000 and I can't even get myself from the top 2,000 and they're doing and thinking of shit like this, then I've got to take a cold out look at myself because this is, honestly, this is absolute. What a disgrace.
0: Charlie, there's no way you do this. Um, Bolter, well, I could probably say so with confidence, isn't going to be named the number one ruck this week. You'd assume Soldo is going to come in for, for Big Noah. Uh, well, not for Big Noah, but into the team as well to replace Nate. Um, and Bolter could go back into that position of scoring 12s and 15s. you got to look at those scores. You you cannot take this 89 as as the be-all and end-all of Noah Bolter. As a Bolter owner from the start, I can tell you, there's been more frustrating weeks than good weeks earning him. So, there he is. wants to trade in a player
1: who's scored 31 or less four times out of his seven games this year, Corey.
0: He's, he's a chance to not even hit the break even at negative 24 as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fair fair fair. on. Sam Perkins, can I get Josh Kelly in this week, boys? Going um, one up, one down, but Walsh has to be asked to provide. So are you happy for Walsh to go for Kelly, even in a double yeah. trade of one up, one down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, Tom uh, Whiteley bringing in five for McRae think McRae is left, less injury prone but hard to split both have similar break evens uh, if Haley's name should have double Scots Scott similar question five for McRae um, uh, Bob12321 two, two, Thoughts on Gaff and Duncan And this I'm glad you mentioned Mitch Duncan Because this is a man that is seriously Sliding under the radar um, Which one out of the two, bombs?
1: Corey, honestly pretty do you think I'm choose? You're going
0: to choose Gaff And I'm going to choose Gaff as well um, yeah. But have you seen some of Mitch Duncan's scores this year? Just like pure consistency Well, I'll tell you
1: I know that he, um, he scored big in the last two weeks Because uh, I play another form of fantasy football, ultimate footy, and all I've heard is, and all I've seen is Mitch Duncan's stats uh, sort of come up. A lot of marks, a lot of goals, a lot of possessions uh, coming within it all. He's, he's moved from the first, I reckon, four to six weeks where he was kind of playing a lot off the back flank, to be honest. And uh, he's kind of moved back more towards a win. So it's whether or not whether that role can last or not, and I'm not sure it will.
0: Is he gun? I think it will. I love Vince Duncan, but I'm going gaff in that scenario as well. <coughs> yeah. Uh, who do you trade first out of and, Libra and Walsh? This is Gal Gal LJ fourteen. Is this both listen to the podcast? Libra should have gone
1: two
0: weeks ago. I strongly agree as well, and I think Libra goes before Walsh too. It's the role change right now, and it was as evident as ever. I, I did say last week that I thought last week was going to be the kind of game that Libra, if there was going to be any. Would turn it around. It was in the wet at Mars Stadiums. So it's almost like the conditions were perfect for him, and Dunkley just went into the midfield and dominated. Um, um, yeah. Daniel Anderson, yeah, fifteen. Yeah, get rid of liver. I'm currently sitting three hundredth, but I'm already down to seventeen trades. Is this Sheetis. a disaster? If not, is it worth doing Walsh to McCrae this week? How the hell was yesterday? Uh, someone else to worked. To... You know what? I'm... I actually just want to give a big shout out right now, Wade Bridgman. I don't know who you are, but I love your form. He's actually gone through all these questions and given his two cents, started conversations with people, asked questions, absolutely love this community. I think this is what this is something that everyone should be doing. Get the Elitist community active together, give your opinion, give your feedback, because uh, we've got a bloody good community. So the more people that put their inputs on these uh, on these forum questions, the better. Um, Daniel replied to Wade's question he's did burn a few trades at the start before I started taking it serious (laughs) wow Uh, since then have jumped on rookies and been upgrading it's worked very well so I'd assume that maybe Daniel just nailed a couple of the early picks um, and missed a couple of the rookies so he had to do some correctional trades early 300th with 17 trades I think you have to go Walsh to McCray in that question and I think you just got to keep going if you're sitting in the top 300, you're sniff.
1: Is it, Corey? Walsh, he, after Walsh to McCray, sitting on 16 trades left, I would love to know. I would love to see a screenshot of his team to see how many, uh, you know, upgrades he's still got to go because if it's any more than seven... And, uh, well, even if it's sitting on seven, he is borderlining on running out of trades to make a full team. I'm very sceptical in
0: relation to this. I don't care. I would love to see. I would love to see him go. Daniel, I'd love to see you go absolutely ham and burn it and lose dramatically to try and win the 50K. That's the shit. I'm I think it's doing. worth. it. Yeah. yeah. If if that's
1: if you're in it to win the 50k and you don't really have a league that you're sort of targeting, that yeah, sure. Look, I think in in any way, uh, in any sort of situation, anyways, um, uh, doing Walsh to McRae's is the right move, anyway. So yeah.
0: Uh, Stephen Beaumont, hey boys, looking at a forward upgrade this week. Who averages more from here, Monday? or Boak? Um.
1: Boak, but if you're doing the upgrade this week and you like both of them I'll get Mundy just
0: because of the break-in If you think Mundy is a genuine top six, I strongly agree especially because Boak is going to be juicy in a couple of weeks Um, I'm not sold on the Mundy top six thing I think there could be some time when Mundy's going to go sit forward Um, I do have him penciled in around that kind of five to eight chat, and I'll have a look at him later. But for right now, I'm just kind of avoiding Mundy, whereas Boak, I'm almost certain that he's top six.
1: I think Mundy's better than Heaney. Oh. And so when we speak about top six forwards, we generally include Heaney in that. So, um, you know, Dungley, Danger, Kelly, Boak. I don't know, Mundy, Daniel? Does that sound too bad?
0: Yeah, Mundy, Daniel.
1: Uh, Did I miss someone? Uh, Cameron. What he's score? 30 on the weekend? Yeah, that That's makes, that what he's going
0: to do from time to time? Um, mm. Yeah. I don't know. This Haney thing is tragic. Give him a couple of weeks off, I reckon. He's mm. hobbling around the field. Uh, Mr Plough, would bring in Haley in this week even if he's not named? Uh, well, would you bring in Hailey this week even if he's not named? He will likely make more in the first <laughs> increase when he finally does play than Stocker will in four games. Need the cash to upgrade Crouch to five.
1: I like doing crouch to five. Um, I like actually picking Haley over Stocker as well, to be honest.
0: Yeah, look, I don't mind that. We just gotta hope we get something as well. Um, Luke Thomas, hey lads, I know this one can be a little bit team-dependent. But with the buys fast approaching, who are some of the rookies worth keeping through them due to high job security and job security and favourable buys? You're surely the comic's fresh.
1: He was truly the coming Um Who are the rookies? I think if you got, you know, your entire backline essentially, Scrimshaw, oh, Dursley, Marty Hall, Collins, Marty Hall or, is
0: the biggest lock to just not trade. I think through the whole buy series, and come out after break even is thirty one. After yeah. he's played, I couldn't even care if you if he gets to his peak and you lose twenty or thirty k. The guy's a jet. Yep.
1: Yep, uh, Jordan Clark, I think we'll, um, we'll, sort, we'll sort of keep hovering. Anyone, you know, Gibbons-type players, they're just going to continue to get games. Um, you know, it depends if you want to kind of hold Walsh through that time. You've got to trade Ross, given the injury news. Hayes, we expect to kind of linger around as well. Um, your Geelong boys, Myers, Atkins. Um, I think Atkins is under a bit of an injury cloud at the moment, but they, Myers and Atkins, and
0: Atkins. Atkins is actually all right, they said. They think he'll be touch, okay. touch and go for the weekend. I expect him good, to good. miss, but the injuries not as bad as we first, first, first thought. Jesus Christ.
1: Um, uh, you know, Will Drew, Petruccelli, Corbett, Solvay, Corbett, uh, Field. <laughs> oh, I think pretty much all of them. Honestly, I, pr- I think pretty much all of them have really good job security. So it's just about making sure the ones you bring bringing in are kind of have good job security as well. Say, so, the
0: funny thing is, is we're going to get players that have great job security come into the team. Players come from nowhere to make their debuts, and we'll probably even get some during the buy rounds too. So I, I think yeah. too many people are getting too worried this year about moving players on because of the whole buy round structure thing. I can't recall last time we had this much cash generation from our rookies either. Like, this has been some legit cash generation from a lot of players. Um, You know, and then we've got Rob there too. I mean, for those who have Riley O'Brien, he's almost a no-brainer to get you through the buys, even if he's just hovering around that price. I mean, 60 on the weekend, you could expect that, but unless Jacobs comes in and Riley O'Brien just drops, you're holding him through too. Yeah. Uh, Steve-O, hi lads, uh, loving your work again this season. Long-time listener, but first-time question. Oh, Steve-O. <laughs> yeah.
1: Long-time listener, first-time yeah. questioner. <laughs> uh, which
0: is the bigger crime? Yeah. News of Heaney injured and nil training for last few weeks, or two ra- okay, yeah, so, so, yeah, rage trade Heaney to Tim Kelly? I've got Danger, Menengola, and Daniel already. So what's the bigger crime? Hearing that Heaney's not training and that we're still holding on to him, or just getting rid of Heaney to Tim Kelly
1: I'll tell you what, you got trade sitting in the bank. I don't mind pissing Heaney off. Yeah, it's I bad, actually don't mind
0: it. I, I remember I was having a look at it before. Let me just get the exact stat. Um, where is it? He's had two scores over 100 on the year. And one, yeah, it's, two, it's not... three, four, sub-75.
1: I think we can categorically rule him out of top six. Yeah. Certainly on average for the year. I mean, he can certainly come at some point. I mean, he becomes an interesting prospect after the bite because if all he needs is a week or two off to get his knee right, then you kind of run the risk of having to trade him out and bring him back in. The fact is you're bringing in Tim Kelly, though, and um, you almost do that with any means necessary. Yeah,
0: so I'm going off the theory that I know how good Heaney is as a player. We know at his fittest... He should almost be a lock for a top six forward. So, I'm going with a theory, especially getting closer to the bye, hopefully a week or two weeks off or three weeks off, that we're going to get a good hang in the back end of the season. Last year, Billings, prime example. Frustrated, 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 frustrated. Got to the buys, pissed him off, come out of the buys, played a bloody different role, started scoring hundreds again. Like... That was annoying. So, for me, I'm just going to hold Heaney. I'm going to, I'm going to ride the waves. I know a lot of people have him. Um, so I can do that. I've also got the joy of, I've got, I'm in a good trade situation. I've still got 24 left before this round. I'm, Killing my leagues, you know. Most the the worst I think I am in any of my cash leagues is three and three. Most if I'm not five and one, I'm four and two or something as well. So scooting along really nicely in there, I can afford to hold Heaney. If you're in a bad in a bit of a bad situation in your league, or you know you're playing for overall, then moving Heaney could be one of those things that get you a win as a unique matchup throughout the year um, until he gets his rest and then pick him up in the back half of the year. But then again, remember, you're burning two trades for one player. Potentially even more. Mm -hmm. So, take that as you will. Uh, Next question. Ben O'Leary, two options on tossing Up this week. Would appreciate any thoughts. Parker DeBoak. Wow, that's... This guy's got some cash. Walsh and Moore to Callie and Dunkley. Have 317k in the bank, 22 trades left, and ranked 150 at the moment. Either should fit structure, buy structure, buy. Either should fit buy structure fine. So yeah, Barker, the second one hang on, is a obvious. One. Barker, 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 Barker to Boak would give him, what, Par, uh, Boak, Walsh and Moore on field. And the second one, you would assume, would give him Callie, Dunkley and Parker on field. So the double upgrade, especially at Dunkley's break-even, especially Callie's break-even.
1: Anytime you can double upgrade, you do it. Yeah. I think.
0: And, you, and um, you're picking those. Yeah, I
1: like this guy here. 22 trades left. Look at that. Yeah. 150 rank. He's gonna. He's about to you have 20 trades left, and with a double upgrade there, he's in a good, really good position. He's in well. a
0: fantastic position. Yep. yep. Couldn't agree more. Uh, KC one. Hey guys, love the show. Went the double downgrade last week to Ainsworth and uh, Ainsworth, to Ainsworth and more to generate some cash. Oh, Dylan thank oh. you. Um, I foolish. now have 495k in the bank. What would you do? I love it how you say foolish, too, because Dylan Moore would have outscored fricking Sorbet Corbet if he didn't slot. But did he? Until he slotted that late he? goal. Like, but did he, No, nah, but he will again this week. I think he's done it. But, two out of, but did he outscore? Two out of three weeks he has.
1: But did he outscore record? Not last week. 495k in the long. bank. This is pretty good.
0: Uh, <laughs> what do you think I should do? Well, first, KC, uh, I want. Players that you're looking at oh, when you submit a question. I don't like these ones. What do we think you should do? It's a pain in the ass. Um, really? Yeah, I prefer I'm looking at this player and this player and then submitting your team. And if I think I can see it, nah. yeah, heaps bad. Nah, I don't like that.
1: I don't like that one big, Corey. Well, I think you've got one obvious move. I think your Corey, uh, your Libba, your Libba's gone. And you want to go Libba straight up, in my opinion. You want to get yourself a Kelly. You want to get yourself a Merit. A, a uh a, a, Gaff, a
0: How good's a Rockliffe like pick at the moment, I'll tell you this
1: I'll tell you now. Uh we'll speak captains later, but this bloke here should genuinely uh, have a look at Captain Ian Rockliffe in this coming week. Um and he's got all that money sitting there. I think okay. you, you you have to double up this yeah, week. Parker park to a
0: Dunkley.
1: Parker to a Dunkley. Yeah. If yeah, if he can generate if he, that's enough money to go Libera up and Parker up, which I assume uh he'd be able to sort of work out there he'd I mean, be sitting they're they're perfect
0: down back to in a couple of weeks you could probably get Scrimshaw to Lloyd you could probably yep. in a couple Aaron. of weeks get Baker to bloody um what's his name uh boke man this your team yep. this team is in a bloody good position
1: I think Baker's the one we missed he's been a lot better oh, than, so than I so thought good was and be. Shy
0: Bolton on the weekend Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: not not fussed about missing Shy Bolton, to be honest. Uh, Baker's the one I wish I had.
0: Yeah, well, Bolton 126. Um, especially. Well, he's got
1: 126, Corey. But what do you get before that? 75, 58, 58. So, you know. Oh, so
0: yeah. I don't know. It takes another 70s, and he looks better than Baker already. Um, Brad Nolan with minimal. Good Bubble Boys this week, unless Haley or Rotham are named, even then, still questionable on job security. Is this the week to offload one of Brad Crouch, Brad Smith, or Heaney for the double upgrade? Currently has... four hundred thousand. Yeah, sorry, what did I say? I say Brad Smith? Brad Smith, yeah. Brodie <laughs> Smith. Sitting in their bank after the double downgrade last week. Most of my other rookies are on the cusp, have break evens their season average, and not advised to keeping them... Another week for minimal movement either way. Um, to offload one of, well, if if he was moving, one of Crouch, Smith, or Heaney, this is well, this is one that would have been good with a team attached to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you go and Crouch over Heaney. Yeah. Is it because the midfield, the premium midfielder is just they're ready to go? Well, I think. Well,
1: for me, um, it's all about Heaney's potential to be top of the line at at some point. Um, and Crouch has no potential. I'm
0: also we'll Brad Crouch one. over Heaney. But I tell you what, if Matt Crouch wasn't named, I think I'd hold Brad Crouch this week. No, nah, I think
1: at he's gone regardless. Nah, like you Brad. know Brad Crouch is only out-averaging Heaney by three points as well, just FYI. Man, um, Crouch so Crouch is gone, and that you know, by the time you kind of go get yourself a, a premium midfielder, what's that going to cost you, Corey? Um, maybe $100. Yeah. One fifty at a max. You got about two fifty left. You could you know, you got a player sitting around three hundred thousand or a rookie at say three hundred thousand. Um yeah. yeah, you upgrade a, a defensive line or, or a forward line player there, I would've thought.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow, we've got another long-time listener, first-time comment, Jay Cranfield. Uh, um, well, he's good. I really enjoy this. Good on him. Yeah, last week I toyed with a double downgrade, but ended up going one up, one down, bringing in Ainsworth and Dunkley. The win, right? Well, maybe not so much. Why? What rookie options have I? O- oh, okay. Uh, um, now we yeah, get yeah. Feeling like I should have. Uh, yep. copped the low points and doubled down last week cheers JC well JC I, I don't I think you've been too hard on yourself because you absolutely nailed the Dunkley one so um, no Corey don't don't
1: praise mediocrity we don't do that I don't think program. it's
0: mediocrity because the plays you I think it is the plays you could have picked from a Corbet Sorbet Corbet Yeah, was useless and really more. mate Corbett is shit
1: he, Corey, oh. I'd be very, very careful if I was... What here. do you think he's going to average? He only made 44,000, oh, negative 18 yeah. break-even oh, for it. One kick. Yeah, well, hey, imagine when he gets two. Yeah. That's all lot
0: of like. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, we we are in a bit of trouble this week. we we got to pray that they finally piss off Cole from West Coast and give Rotham a game, I think. Um, But there's
1: no guarantee that he's going to make... Like, there's just no confidence from me. Like, you pick him because he's the game... But uh, I've got to say the question, too. I mean, when
0: they're in the team, and I get it, like, how much confidence did you have in Lockhart?
1: I had stuff all confidence, but, you know, I wanted to bring him, and I I didn't bring him in.
0: Yeah, but that's my kind of question. Like, when they got their chance at AFL level, like, you know, they've got every chance to take it with two hands. Um, But he's
1: difference is him and Haightley have had two pins, they've done well, and haven't maintained. Yeah. So for me, it's like, well, what's the next level they can go to to maintain their spot, and do they have that in them when they've only played two career games before? Yeah,
0: and then, look, the other one, Ham, oh, I'll I tell you what, I know you're not big on him, but if he can get, a, sure. if he can get two to three weeks there, who knows?
1: Corey, have a look at him. He, he the bloke looks like he's in year eight. <laughs> no, I I Corey, I actually
0: think that's a being generous.
1: He I, honestly, I see him on the field, and then I think to myself, you know what, Bombs, you really could have been something. <laughs> honestly, it's pathetic. <laughs>
0: Oh, shit. Um, but no, JC, you, you got Dunkley. You got the points in the system. You're about 100 points up more than where you'd be last week if you picked shitty Corbett. So, bombs can stick it. Uh, BJ Waldo. Hey, fellas. I'll try, try and keep it short and sweet. Oh, he's done a pretty good job. So, plan with Scrimshaw and Walsh to Lloyd and McRae. However, with high break evens to Lloyd, Hearn, Laird and Sicily and Boke, should I wait on them to drop off further and pick up Kelly or Merritt? I know this is crazy, but is Daniel Rich a legitimate option? I'm so happy you bring up Daniel Rich. Cheers, Studley Parks. Studley Park studs. He, and and I like I like I like this man. He's been a fan of the show, probably from the very 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 early days when we had about 300 bloody people following us on Facebook. So, um, Bumps, you need to start giving Daniel Rich some respect. You know, he's, no. he's the sixth-ranked defender. I don't care After about. 8 games do you, do you think I care? This Corey? has never happened I mean, He's normally 2 or 3 or 4 games He's not normally 8 There's, that, there's a huge sample size of data Corey. now
1: Corey, no I'm not doing it, no Because you put Daniel Rich next to Tom Stewart You put Daniel Rich next to uh, Not Liam Ryan, Luke Ryan You put Daniel Rich next to Laird He's, All he's, those kind he's of
0: out p- averaging Laird
1: I don't care if he's out averaging him I'm still picking Laird over him
0: that's a name thing.
1: I, a name I don't kid.
0: hate Daniel Rich either. He, the role he's playing is absolutely superb. Um, but I do agree I don't think he'll end up in my team. Because... Every I'll tell you, I will is, I, I think the defence is pretty easy and pretty safe to get the top six.
1: And and the blokes looking at Lloyd Highbreak even, agree. Hearn Highbreak even, agree. Um, Laird, um high-ish break-even, bo high break-even. I'll tell you, Sicily, he will make his break? He's, no, 140. He's going to make it this week, Corey.
0: Are they playing Port?
1: The, no, they're playing Richmond, who give a lot away to back flankers. Uh, and with no tall forward line, he's going to intercept like you've never seen intercepts before, Corey. Now, I said earlier, I'm a bit short on cash to do my double up in the midfield. Um, And I'm hesitant, well I was hesitant, until I realised Sicily's playing Richmond, and Sicily will be my other upgrade this week. I can reveal that right now. Um, I'm I'm confident he's going to get very, very close, if not beat, his break-even this week.
0: Cannot wait for him to be on bloody, like, 45 at three-quarter time, and look at the phone and just watch, like, 78 notifications come through. You won't get
1: any <laughs> notifications,
0: so my phone will be broken. For you. <laughs> Timmy, Tim, <yeah. laughs> Uh Would brace share to uh, brace share? Would brace sure to rock be a good mood? move? Move. Uh, I can't talk tonight. I haven't traded hard. Still have 25 trades left. Held him against Gold Coast, thinking he would score well, and clearly he didn't. And I think I probably had something to do with that as well. Bumps, give us the lay down on the, you know, Brayshaw, where you think Brayshaw's at, and then the Rockliffe pick, because you were massive on him. So, where's your head at with the whole like scenario?
1: There is nothing wrong with Tom Rockliffe. Now, I know he had a poor game a few weeks back against the Pies and it was an injury affected game against Brisbane. My only concern, you now it's only a marginal concern, but my only concern with, um, with, Tom Rockliffe is the fact that you, oh, gee, when you look at his, pro, when you, sorry, not with Tom Rockliffe, with Brayshaw, sorry. You're trading out Brayshaw, I think you want to get an absolute keeper of a pick. So when you're trading out someone who you thought was a premium, you want to replace them with someone who you think is going to be a premium. Now, the issue with this is, is Tom Rockliffe a top eight midfielder? Probably not, but he's not far off it. And when you consider this is only going to cost you one trade i actually don't mind the move but i want to be pretty confident um when i'm doing the move that he's kind of certainly in the top 10 and, and i think he borders on that eight to kind of 12 position no only wins over the next three weeks and the bloke plays gold coast hawthorne and st kilda he averages 112 against gold coast over 14 games um he averages 114 over the saints over nine games Um, And then you have a look at his run home and, you know, through the period of uh, round 11 to 20, um, he only averages underneath 100 against one team and that's the Brisbane Lions, who's only ever played one game on before for a 74. So I think there's going to be enough form and points in there for Rockliffe uh, that'll warrant a selection. but. My overarching theme with trading Brayshaw would be to make sure that you pick in um, someone who's going to be there for the entire year if you're going to correctional trade him.
0: What happened to Brayshaw? Where's the Brayshaw that we had last year? I mean, we didn't pick him, but that player that was just like... It's a different player.
1: Well, where's the Melbourne they had last year? Where's... I mean, without Clayton Oliver's score on the weekend, where's the Clayton Oliver we had last year? Um, where's even to a lesser extent, where's the Max Gorn from last year? Yeah,
0: I'm glad. I mean, you, there's a lot of players. I'm glad you brought it up, Clary, because I had him written down. I was hoping he was going to come up in a question later, but he hasn't. Why is is he back? Is, should people who don't no. have him be having a look at him, or is it just no. that Gold Coast don't have a midfield?
1: No, don't care. That was his fourth ton of the year. Two, two of them have been 140 plus, albeit. But his third highest score of the year is 108. No, no. no you, you don't. Half his scores this year have been underneath the 100. Now, we don't call that a premier midfielder here, and particularly for someone who, you know, you have a look at the, the trajectory of his career and what he's done over his career, Corey. He has consistently banged out 100 after 100 after 100 after 100, albeit nothing too big, but he was always getting to that 100 mark and always churning out a score. His last four weeks have been good, but that's probably because of the 175. You take that 175 out, and that's only, say, 110, then, you know, he's kind of just hovering. But at the end of the day, he did score 175, and, and we can't ignore that. No. I think it's too early to move on him though.
0: What, um, speaking of those kind of plays, should Matt Crouch be in people's watch lists that the price is going to be priced at in a couple of weeks?
1: Oh, fed and I wouldn't bother I mean I'm an owner and I wish I wasn't that's all I can say
0: how is man the weekend I said I hope he's out for three to four so I have an excuse to get rid of him a bloke who gets 39
1: touches Corey in a game and can only score nine what did he score 97 last the two weeks ago round seven.
0: All, he can suck in it. All, in all fairness. I don't care what he, he was, sucks, but he can suck He it. was on track for a pretty high score this week, too, before he got injured. I don't uh, care. No,
1: I'm sick of him. Hi, boys. I love I the I am pod. so <laughs> sick
0: of him. Hi oh, boys, love the pod. As always, hopefully... Uh, hopefully, pod doesn't drop too late, so I don't have to secretly listen whilst the wife is asleep and I don't get ridiculed again. I'm going to bring this up in a second, Bonds, because this is actually pisser of a story. I'm ranked 430th and 21 trades. I think it's... Fear or feel. My big problem is Angus Brayshaw. Should I tip him off for maybe Rockley? Same question with ones being a good run coming up. Cheers, fellas. We, again, so let's let's condense that question from before. Angus Brayshaw to a top, probably five or six, averaging mid right now is probably the most reasonable thing to do. McRae, Cali, correct. Five. If you can find a hundred
1: thousand yep. to upgrade. Brayshaw, I would be endorsing that as opposed to in the Rockcliffe. If you can't find the hundred K, and the only thing you can do is side swipe, side swipe him, side trade him, or sideways trade him with a few K that you got in the bank and Rockcliffe, all you can get, then yeah, here's the pick.
0: Quick question: If he's are sitting four thirty, is is there maybe a bit of a pod you should be looking for? Or just go and grab the big boys? No,
1: no, no. I, I, you know what? I don't encourage people to pick cods, uh, cods, pods. What I encourage people to do is pick the best available. Thank you. And because at the end of the day, all you can do is score the most amount of points that are kind of there. And it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to go out this week and I'm going to pick uh, Seb Ross because not many people have him. Well, there's probably a reason not many people have him. So take a look at that. I'm I'm
0: really glad that you kind of brought that up. Like that, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that. that's how you answered that question because that's what I was leaning on yeah. here for. Um, Jed, has, Jed has tweeted at us last uh, last Tuesday night asking when the pod was going to drop. And again, it's probably going to be a late one. We're on Tuesday night again. It's going to be a late one again. But he was he was laying in bed. He tweeted us about 11.30. Pod probably dropped out two minutes after that. So I applied with it's out now. He's, he said, yep, all over it. Started downloading it. The wife's rolled over had a crack at him, rolled back, and, he, and his answer was, she said, what are you doing? And he said, oh, I'm just listening to the boys. At <laughs> 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 about, about quarter to twelve at it. night. So we yeah, love you, yeah, Jedis. Was... You're a loyal fan. And, hey, uh, and
1: uh, uh, i shout out to his missus because no idea who she is and what that, but I'm, I'm sure listening to us is probably more entertaining than listening to how your labels at work, no offence.
0: Uh, another big thing, too, uh, the fact that I don't have Jake Lloyd, I've just seen this bloke's team pop up the next one uh, for the next question, and how cheap on pick him up for what he's averaging is making me come express. Um, love your work. <laughs> love your work, fellas. Thoughts? Walsh to Josh Kelly or Pedro Czalli and Butters to Dunkley and Mid-Rookie? Have a look at That's these, right.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. it's not often that you're that funny. That was absolutely gold. Thank you. Um... Yeah no. What's what was the good uh, Walsh to Josh Kelly or Peter They're Kelly? Or on the screen,
0: no. if you've got it as well, he's got his team up.
1: Ah okay. Yeah. No, no. Look, I think you've. Look, I think long term. I think actually Dunkley's safer in some ways than Josh Kelly. Like just given um, games played and that sort of stuff. Um, but I don't like the fact that you have to bring in a mid rookie to do so. Yeah. Um. Why bring in the mid-rookie? Can you not just do the trade? Yeah, I mean, he's got his dollar 167 dollar one. in the mid-room. Um Yeah, so you can't do that because 167 on top of pitch would be, what, four, about 440, which wouldn't be enough. Long long to. Worth. Um, is
0: Dunkley worth?
1: Is that a starting price? Wow. Crap. Yes, I,
0: I, didn't, I thought price. he was cheaper than
1: that. No, no. Is that a starting price? So I think he's lost uh, one and a half thousand for the year. That's a pain in the ass. Um, Look,
0: but if Butters isn't name bombs, is there actually any harm in then going Butters to um, freaking what's his name? Stocker, yeah, Stocker, soccer cool. or um, Butters to Hatley or. I prefer it. Look, I'd I'd, I'd like
1: it if Hately was named, and you do Butters to Hatley and then do Petch to um. To Dunkley and then kind of worry about Walsh. Probably do Walsh when Neil's kind of bottomed out. Just looking at your team, Neil would be a nice upgrade for you. Right here, too, um, looking at this, I probably would, to...
0: I'd probably be going Parker to Dunkley as well, if you could.
1: Yeah, if you could generate enough cash from the butters going down. I think I think yeah.
0: Petch has, has got the potential to drop a high score from snagging cheeky goals like he did against Port Adelaide, whereas I think Parker's mm. a little bit cooked. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair call. I'll agree with that. Uh, Benoit Noni's, Dylan Gray, uh, love the weekly pod. Back up to the top 2,500 currently. Nice and simple. O'Brien 374k. Do you see much more cash gen? Is it crazy to trade in this week given lack of decent bubble option? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, that, that was that was two different questions too. Sorry, because I almost read that I was always one. O'Brien 374k. Do you see much more crash gain? Question mark. Is it crazy yep. to trade in this week given lack of decent bubbles? So that's two part questions. Um, it, yeah, it, you can't be trading in unless you can see these players definitely getting their third game or having a, a long kind of stint. O'Brien, I don't think he can move. I understand he scored sixty odd, but he's going to be a good option during the buys, and he'd been really, really good in the ruck bar last Dude, week. his break even. It's thirty three
1: yeah. as well. You don't, you don't make that. Yeah.
0: He'll he'll I think he'll stay around his way. I get it, he scored sixty, but he's also had a game of one twenty three. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, take it. If he scores another hundred this week that you've got one week of riding that shit sixty in the system and that it's back to normal. Uh, last but not least, Benny always seems to finish us off, Benny Osman should be prioritizing trading rookies by when they have their buy or value made.
1: Um, I always think value made.
0: I always think value made too, but I think that I think that comes to us a little bit more because we play league. I think it might. I think the answer might be a little bit different for those who are playing for overall. Because the worst yeah, thing you well, could do I if you're it's... playing for overall is have a seventeen man week. That can kill you. Agreed. Yep. Anything else to add there? Um, And I'm glad we've done it that way tonight actually too Because I was going through and there was a lot of questions And we were kind of pretty shit on questions last week And that covered almost absolutely everything as well um, From defenders down to forwards down to midfielders And a little bit of rucks there too So Bombs, what trades are you looking at this week?
1: So I mean I've kind of just uh, dropped them already here and there But Jack Ross um, and Deuzma um, they will make way for Sicily and
0: uh, Jack McRae at this stage. That's actually so nice. Uh, right now, I've just I've only had, it's early. I'm waiting until teams come out. But my early play was Walsh and Atkins before I knew the actual news on Atkins. Um, and that was Haitley and McCrae in. Obviously, I'm not bringing in Haitley in if he's not playing. Uh, but I was just having a bit of a play around with what the team looked like with Jack McCrae in there. So that's where I sit. I've got no idea what I'm doing this weekend or if I'm even trading, to be honest. But I think I want to somehow get that Walsh up to McRae. Um, um, yeah VC and captain options yeah um, so I'll drop the
1: article tomorrow as per usual the usual suspects will kind of be spoken about um, we'll say though that Rockwith and Boak um, pretty tantalising against Gold Coast, given what they've given up in, you know, sort of re- recent weeks. Sicily as well. I actually think Sicily is going to go 130 plus, to be honest, in in this game. Um, he scored 130 on the Tigers last year as well. Um, Merritt is actually up against his bunnies against the Dockers this week too. So there's actually a lot, a lot of options because, you know, Cripps and Neil and Grundy have all been so consistent this year. Um, Kelly's coming up against Carlton, where he scored a 200 last year um and grundy as well just a side note with him um never scored more than 113 against the saints um and actually has a low score of 96 against them so that's interesting but in all fairness Corey's coming up against ron marshall's hopefully he scores about 250 this week um so at this stage for my team um i haven't even looked at whether i have a loophole option i've got scott so north play on saturday night so I'd certainly be VC in just with my lack of options, I guess. Probably Brody Grundy, even though I don't like that kind of stat there. I will have a look, though, at um, what Danger and Tim Kelly might be able to produce against the Dogs, though.
0: I'll be going Grundy into Fife, I think, or Grundy at the Crips. I'm not not really too adventurous there, but uh, Grundy against me. Who's your, who's your loophole
1: option on the Sunday?
0: I oh, know, i got Scott, so no, it'll be Grundy. You can't do Fife. No, no, oh, no, Grundy no, no. so Grundy yeah. into Fife, or Grundy into, um,
1: Crips. Yep, yep. Yeah. Grundy into yeah. Crips. So. Against, yeah, it interesting. Yeah, cool.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a pisser if Scott somehow gets named. Because <laughs> uh, then, be then all I've got is buys.
1: <laughs> yeah, all I've got is Jordan Sweet, so, which means I'd have no choice but to VC um, Gorn, I think.
0: Oh, you got the four, oh, no, uh, 4.35, you could still go, grindy. Just maybe yeah, don't drink, drink on the Saturday because we don't want a repeat of Rob.
1: Corey, I've, I've quit drinking um, since Easter. Um, it's just been a little bit of a sober month for me. So, so the coach
0: yeah. team performing a little bit better?
1: No, actually, no, they're not. <laughs> um, so it's <laughs> maybe I've got to get myself some AOD 9164, whatever they call it. Yeah. Those <laughs> those.
0: <laughs> oh, anything else to add? Corey, no, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, as always, Elitis, uh, thank you for listening. Um, bit of a different, bit of a change up to this week's pod, but it was really fun. I enjoyed it, uh, answering questions, more, more or less. Um, and we'll be back next week. So peace out, community. Thanks for listening.